Have you ever felt trapped in a high-paying job, chained to a life that's slowly slipping away? Day after day, the same routine, the same unfulfilling work, and the constant longing for something more? If you're nodding your head right now, feeling that weight on your shoulders, then this is the podcast you've been waiting for. Welcome to the W2 Prison Break Show. I'm Brian O'Neill, and I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. I've been in that prison too, sacrificing precious moments with my family, feeling the regret and resentment build up inside. But guess what? There is a way out, and together we're going to break free. Each episode, we'll dive deep into the stories of incredible individuals who have successfully made their escape, who have turned their dreams into reality, and who now live lives filled with purpose, joy, and abundance. But we won't stop at inspiration alone. We'll equip you with the tools, strategies, and mindset shifts needed to break through the barriers that have held you back for far too long. Together, we'll ignite your entrepreneurial spirit and unleash the business genius within you. It's time to take action, to shatter the chains that bind you, and to embrace a future filled with unlimited possibilities. The W2 Prison Break Show is your key to unlock the door to a life of purpose, fulfillment, and success. I invite you to join me on this transformative journey. Subscribe now to the W2 Prison Break Show and let's embark together on the path to freedom. Remember, it's never too late to break free and live the life you've always dreamed of. How do I make my side hustle into my full-time job? Welcome back, everyone, to the W2 Prison Break Show. This is the topic that we're going to be covering today. This is the specific question that I'm going to be answering today in the solo cast. It's going to be me today, and I want to just welcome you back. If it's the first time that you're listening to the show, welcome to the show. And for those of you who are returning listeners, I super appreciate you giving me your ear today. I know you got a lot of choices when it comes to podcasts, and I'm just super grateful that you're listening to my show. All right. So how do we make our side hustle into our full-time job? This is a question I asked myself for the better part of 15 years. This is a question I get from clients that I work with, from potential clients that I would work with, and then the students that I coach in my real estate mastermind. It's a very, very popular question, and it's a great topic to talk about today because it's not an easy thing to do. It seems like it's easy to do. Like, yeah, I got this little side hustle going. I just need to scale it. Like if I'm making $2,000 a month for my side hustle, I just need to get to 10 and I can leave my job, right? It sounds simple. It sounds easy, but a lot of people get stuck. A lot of people get stuck and they can't scale. And I'm going to give you some reasons as to why. And I'm going to give you some actionable items here that you can take by the end of this episode to be able to scale it so that you can leave your job. Number one, if you don't have a side hustle, okay, if you want to leave your job, you're listening to this podcast for a reason. Likely, yeah, you know, it's a W2 prison break show. So we're trying to bust you out of your job so that you can live the you can start the business of your dreams and be on the path that you were meant to be on. If you don't have a side hustle, then I would encourage you to listen to episode 57 of the W2 Prison Break Show, where I give you advice on how to build a business around your passion. I give you all, I go step-by-step on how to do it. All right. So listen to that episode, not now, after this one, and then you'll have an idea. You'll have multiple ideas for businesses that you can start using the knowledge that already lives inside of you. Okay. So check that episode out. 
And then if you do have a side hustle, then this is going to be a great episode for you to listen to. And we're just going to go over how do we get that business to the point where we no longer have to work in our W-2 job, okay? Because that's what most, that's why we start side hustles, typically, all right? Extra money, and then ultimately, hey, this is working out pretty good. If I could do this full-time, I wouldn't have to do my full-time job, and I could buy back more time to be with the people that mean the most to me, all right? That was me. That's a lot of people. Okay, so here's the first thing that I see lacking in anyone who has a side hustle, and they're just doing it maybe five, 10 hours a week, maybe 15, right? But they're still working a busy W-2. The first mistake I see is there's a lack of vision. The clients that I coach, clients that I work with, the students that I work with in my real estate mastermind that I'm a part of have a lack of vision. They have a lack of personal vision, meaning they don't know where they want to go. They don't know. They haven't taken the time to truly think about what it is that they want out of this life. Why are you doing this? Why do you want to leave your job? Why do you want to start a business? Why do you want to turn your side hustle into your main business so you can leave your job? And it can't just be about money. It absolutely cannot be about money. You have to have a personal vision. And that ultimately becomes the foundation of what your business is going to look like. I was in a mastermind last week, a very small group. And I talked to, we were introduced, I've met him multiple times. He was on the show, Peter Totten. So I had a one-hour session with him. And then I had another session with a multiple seven-figure business owner. And he was talking about the importance of personal vision. And I already knew this, but he hammered it home and he said, hey, look, most folks who are in business, they throw money into their vision, right? Their personal vision. Well, I need to make a million dollars a year or $10 million a year or $15,000 a month. Notice how these are all round numbers. And what he said was, if you're hearing these round numbers, likely those people have not taken the time to figure out what their personal vision is and how much money my business needs to produce in order to get me to that personal vision. Okay. If you did, then why wouldn't it be, well, I need to make $245,682 a year to get to my personal vision, all right? Because that means that you've gone over your budgets and you've gone over all the expenses that you have to cover and you know how much money your business needs to bring in so that you can get to that point where, okay, this is the number that I need to be able to live my personal vision. Okay. So whenever you hear a million, 10 million, whatever it is, you just like, these are just round numbers that people are making up. And likely you don't need that. You don't need that. Would it be great to have? Yes. But the personal vision is so much more important. So take the time to go through that. And then we can come up with the business plan. Okay. The business vision, like, hey, what does my business need to produce to get to the personal vision? Right. My personal vision has nothing to do with money. Money is required to live my personal vision. I'll give you this high level. It's much more detailed than this, but my personal vision is to be a present father, husband, son, and friend. Okay? That's what I want. And brother too. My sister's listening. I'm sorry I missed you there, Aunt Kara, but that's my personal vision. There's, it's much more detailed than that, but it has nothing to do with money. Now, there's a dollar amount that has to get me there, so that I can be, so I can live that because I don't want to be flying on airplanes anymore. I already left my job. I didn't want to miss my kid growing up. I wanted to be there for my wife. I wanted to support her. And again, I want to be a great son and a great brother. 
right? So figure out what that is for you. And then you can figure out the dollar amount that it needs to get there. Big, big mistake I see in would-be business owners or would-be side hustlers, if you will, that want to start make their side hustle their full-time gig. They lack vision. They lack the number that it's actually going to take to get there. And then they get overwhelmed with these big numbers like, hey, I got to make a million bucks a year. I got to make half a million dollars a year. They don't get there and they quit. So ultimately, the side hustle fizzles out and they're stuck in the W-2 for another whatever, 5, 10, 15, or the rest of their life. Because they're like, well, that didn't work. It didn't work because you didn't take the step. You didn't figure out why you wanted the side hustle, truly want the side hustle, right? And then based on that, based on your business vision, now you can set proper goals and milestones for your side hustle, okay? And you do short-term and long-term. Like by short term, I mean, okay, what's the next 90 to 120 days look like that's going to move the needle in my side hustle so that I can get it to the next level? As an example, if your side hustle is making you $1,000 a month and you need to get to $10,000 a month to leave your job, right? In the next 90 days, what is my goal? Like, let's say, how do I get it to $2,000 a month? What am I going to do in the next 90 days to get to the two grand? And then you just keep stacking on that, right? And then all of a sudden, you're at the 10,000. Now, all of a sudden, it could be 12 months, it could be 24 months, but at least you're stacking and moving closer and closer to the 10 grand or whatever that number is, $8,475 per month because you did the step one properly. We're getting closer and closer to that. Hey there, back to the episode in just a moment. Are you a homeowner in the Chicagoland area who's struggling to sell your home or even own nothing and looking to maximize your price before the market slides? Are you tired of the traditional home selling process that takes months and costs you thousands in fees and repairs? Whether you're facing foreclosure, going through a divorce, or simply need to sell your home fast, WeBuyHousesChicago.org can help. We've been buying homes in Chicago since 2019 and we specialize in helping sellers who are stuck. Unlike traditional real estate buyers, we buy homes as is and can close in as little as seven days. No repairs, no inspections, and no fees. Just a fast, hassle-free sale. Let WeBuyHousesChicago.org help you sell your home and move on to the next phase of your life. Call or text us today at 312-500-6121. If you know someone who is struggling to sell their home or simply just wants top price, please share this message with them. As a listener of the W2 Prison Break Show, WeBuyHouseOfChicago.org will pay you for your referral. If you send us a referral and we buy their house, we will pay you a $1,000 referral fee. Simply have your referral mention the W2 Prison Break Show. Let's get back to the show. You have to continue to do that until you get to the point where it's like, okay, I've replaced my income. I'm ready to make the jump. That's a whole nother podcast, by the way, because then we're talking about fear around leaving your job and leaving that so-called stability and security and benefits and all that nonsense that we think is important, but it is not. Okay. So then time management is something that we really have to look at. That's another step because what ends up happening is that as our side hustle grows and grows, we're continually looking at our time. An effort. I can only spend 10 hours a week with this side hustle. That's my max. Okay. And unless you can get that 10 hours to 15 or 20, you're going to be stuck at the same level. 
right? Here's how we deal with the time management. A couple of different ways we can do it. Number one is do an audit of your time. What is it that you're doing daily? Okay. I talk about this all the time. I've done several podcasts on time management. Most of us are doing stuff that doesn't matter. We're doing a lot of things that don't matter. So audit your time, what you're doing, okay? And drop the things that don't serve you. Drop them fast. Look at ways to delegate things that you're doing in your life that could be done by other people so that you can make more money in your side hustle and or even your W-2 job, okay? You shouldn't be mowing the lawn if you're making $75 an hour, okay? When you can pay somebody $35 an hour to do it. You shouldn't be going grocery shopping if you're making $75 an hour and you can pay somebody 20 bucks to go do it. Okay, this buys back. To, I just bought you back two hours right there. You could spend those two hours on your business and get it from the 1,000 to the 2,000 or whatever the next level is. So you can repeat that process over and over where you are eliminating stuff, delegating stuff. Quit trying to do everything on your own. That's why you're stuck is because you're trying to do everything on your own. I'm working with a client right now and he's a super, super smart business owner. He's just a W-2 employee in his business. When I started working with him, it was just him. He works more hours in his business than he did as a W-2 employee. So the first thing we did was looked at his time. We looked at his time management. We did an audit and he started hiring people. He added VAs to help him do all the mundane stuff that he didn't need to be doing. And all of a sudden he's freed up to do the stuff that moves the needle in his business that generates revenue. And now he's making more money. He's getting more clients. He's, the creativity is open. This is the type of stuff that you need to do. Do not be afraid to hire people. Okay. You have to hire people. I have four people on my real estate team and I'm always looking for more because the more people that you have working for you and doing the things that you should not be doing, the faster you're going to get to your number. Right. And beyond that, if you continue to grow your business, and that can be scary thinking, wow, I got people working for me, right? Well, it is, but that's something that you can absolutely get help with, okay? I talk a lot about on this show about how to grow and scale a team, and you can relate this relate to any business. And again, I'm happy if you want to work with me. I do offer one-to-one coaching, one-on-one. If it's something you're interested in, I leave a link in the show notes. Just click my private coaching. This is something I can help you with personally, if you're interested. So time management, so, so important. All right. Now I'm going to give you a couple of extra tips on literally like tactically how to scale your business, depending on what you're doing. Now, I don't want to always talk about real estate. So whatever you're doing in your side hustle, whether it's, you know, e-commerce or it could be real estate. I'm not lost on a lot of real estate investors are listening to the show. You know, maybe you have like a clothing brand that you're starting, or maybe you're an affiliate. I have a client, he's an SEO specialist. By the way, I would listen to that episode, episode 55 of the W2 Prison Break Show with Jason Davis, who's an SEO expert, built his entire business in terms of the leads and all of the money that he's able to generate organically from social media, TikTok in particular. And he grew over 30,000 followers in like a year and a half. And it was all from just talking about his particular business, SEO. And he gets a ton of organic leads. He just runs no paid ads. He does everything by just shooting TikTok videos and being on social media and helping people. And people reach out to him and say, hey, yeah, I need your help with this. 
And then he's able to get them into his funnel and he's able to get leads. And this is a, a guy who went from W2 to a solopreneur, if you will, and now he's scaling his and he's scaling his business and he's doing a great, great, great job. I can't say enough about it. Check that episode out for sure. But social media is a great way to do it. Okay. I've used that platform. I've generated leads for my business, for my real estate business, for my coaching business, for my podcast, or eyeballs on it. I've done it with Instagram. I've done it with Facebook. I've done it with YouTube. If you have a business and you're not on social media, just I would say don't even bother being in business. Like seriously, you have to let the world know what it is that you're doing. And you don't have to necessarily pay for ads. Is that a way to, to generate? Absolutely, it is. But maybe you don't have the budget. But you can create organic reach using these platforms. You don't have to be an expert. You just have to be consistent. That's the biggest thing with social media is being consistent, like showing up. Like I have a lot of people who come to me that you know want to work with me one-to-one. They're like, yeah, I just keep seeing you pop up all the time. Like I see your videos. I listen to your podcast. It's, you know, they know what I do. People know what I do. And if they don't know what you do, then how are they ever going to buy from you? So you have to make sure you're on social media. I realize that a lot of you listening are like, yeah, duh, Brian, but some of you don't. Some of you don't understand. That's a critical component. And you have to be there. You have to be present. You have to be consistent. So check that episode out for sure. Episode 55 with Jason Davis, because he's got he's an SEO expert. He's got a lot of insight on how to, you know, grow organically and reach people. One video can change your life. This one video. You know, you hear about some of these, you know, videos that have millions and millions of views. You know, I had one that had like 150,000. And that changed a lot in my business. That brought in revenue. And I had another one that was like 100,000. Like these brought in revenue. It's something that I never expected it to happen. I was just talking about stuff that I knew about. People were interested in it. And they responded to it and said, hey, Brian, can you teach me about that? I want to know more about that. You know, or it led people to my podcast. So do not sleep on the social media piece. All right. Now, we've talked about vision, personal vision. We've talked about how to set goals. We've talked about time management, how hiring people. The other piece, the other two, the other piece that I want to give you in being a business owner and going from your side hustle to making it your main job so you can leave your W-2 is having accountability. All right. Accountability. And that shows up in a number of different forms. It's personal accountability. Okay. Which is you looking yourself in the mirror every single day and saying, Hey, am I doing what it takes to get to where I want to go in my personal vision? Am I doing enough? Okay. Am I tracking that? Am I tracking? Am I holding myself accountable? And the easiest way to relay this to you is, are you doing what you said you were going to do? Are you doing what you said you were going to do and by when? That's the best way to hold yourself accountable, all right? I do that. Sometimes I don't do a good job of it. Look, it's difficult sometimes, you know, but don't, if we're lying to ourselves, then we're probably lying to everybody else too. So you got to start with holding yourself accountable, being truthful to you, looking yourself in the mirror and saying, hey, like, am I doing enough? I say I want all this stuff. I say I want this great life or this personal vision that I wrote out in step number one, but am I doing what it takes? Do I really want this? So check in with yourself frequently on that. Then have 
an accountability partner. I have multiple accountability partners. All right. I have an accountability partner for my business. I have an accountability partner for fitness. My wife holds me accountable. I have a counselor that, that I see. There's a, it comes in many different forms. I have a groups that I'm involved with. I have masterminds that I'm involved with. And when you have those different levels of accountability, like, hey, I'm doing this, or you doing this, it pushes you. Some days I don't want to work out, right? Like health and fitness is super important to me. It's in my calendar. I've written it out. It's part of my personal vision. But I can tell you that the last thing I want to do when I wake up in the morning is go down in my basement and work out. I do it because I look myself in the mirror and you know I have a future statement that I listen to, but I also have somebody that I have to report to. I have a fitness accountability partner. He's also my coach, but he's already told me about his workout before I even get down to do mine. It's like, well, he's already done his. I got to do mine. Like I'm telling you how super critical that is. And if you can add that into all the layers of your life that you really want to improve, health and fitness, your relationships, like your business, it's going to help you push forward. If you want to get better at something, if you're not happy with where you are right now in a particular area in your life, again, accountability, like goals are great. You got to have them. You got to have the action items. You want to make sure that those action items are in your calendar. Your calendar should reflect your goals and vice versa. Accountability is huge. It's a missing piece. It's been a game changer for me. And I would encourage you to add that to your life. And it's not that difficult to find people, like-minded people who want to improve in a specific area of their life. Again, I go back to the social media thing. There's Facebook groups all over the place. There's local people in your area. There's people online. There's masterminds. If you're real estate, there's RIA groups. I mean, there's so many different ways to connect to people. Go on LinkedIn who share common interests. And you can, and you might have to go through a few accountability partners. I've had multiple for my business, multiple accountability partners because they weren't living up to it. You want to make sure they're pushing you and you're not the one pushing them, right? It's a give and take. It's equal. Those are really the major things that are going to get you from turning your side hustle into your business. Okay. Now, I didn't really give you necessarily like super, you know, detailed tactical stuff on how to grow and scale your business. I just gave you some things to think about, but the vision is super important. You must have that. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in that side hustle forever. I've had multiple side hustles. Okay. I mean, you name it. It came across my like social media feed. I tried it. Oh, this sounds good. This will distract me from my life that I hate for a couple, three months. But I didn't have all this other stuff. So it fizzled out. The side hustle only lasted three, four, five months. And then I went on to the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing. It wasn't until I did this. I started doing all the things that I just laid out in this episode that my side hustle, my real estate business became my exit from my W-2. It became my actual business. Now I have a team of people. I have multiple properties. I have another business. I'm coaching people. I'm helping other people. And I'm that much closer to my life vision. By the way, this doesn't happen overnight. And if you expect it to happen overnight, then you've got an issue that needs to be corrected. Okay. I've been preparing for this moment that I'm at right now since I was in my 20s. Okay. And I'm almost 50 years old. So give yourself a realistic timeline as well. This overnight stuff that you see on the internet is an absolute joke. Okay. It doesn't happen. I talk to too many people. I work with too many people who think just because they showed up. You know, and I'm, you know, maybe 
not saying this appropriately, but they think they're the man because they spent, you know, 30 years in sales and they're going to show up and they're going to light it up on the real estate board. That doesn't work that way. Okay. You still got to earn it. You're starting over. You're doing something different. You got to put the work in. You got to put the work in. You got to give yourself a realistic timeline. If you're not willing to wait, then just continue doing what you're doing with your W-2. Okay. This is the coach coming out in me. Because I was the same way too. I thought that, hey, just because I'm Brian O'Neill and I'm this awesome sales guy, that because I show up in this real estate group, I'm just going to show up and be the man. I don't have to do any work. Now, when I came to the real estate, that's how I felt in all my other side houses. When I came to my real estate group, I was over myself. I was like, I'm done being the bullheaded Brian who thinks he knows everything. I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to let these people help me, coach me teach me what they know so that I can get to where I want to go because I'm tired of living the life that I've been living for the last 10 to 15 years. Okay. So I think that's a great way to end the show. And I hope that lands with you. I hope this helps you. As I said, I do offer one-to-one coaching. This is exactly the type of stuff that I excel at, that I'm good at, that I can help you with. If you're interested, there's a, there'll be a link in the show notes for my private one-to-one coaching. You'll just have to fill out a form based on your responses. If I feel that there's something I can help you with and it's a good fit, we'll book a 30-minute call where we'll chat about it and see if there's an opportunity for us to work together. As always, I do appreciate you tuning in every week. If you found this episode to be helpful, please do share it with somebody. If you feel like leaving a rating and review, that's cool too, if it spoke to you. Either way, I hope you have an awesome day and I'll see you all next week. Wow. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I've interviewed a lot of people. And that maybe was one of the coolest endings of any show that I've ever been associated with. And I hope you felt the same way. And if you did, I want to hear from you. As always, I want your feedback. I encourage your feedback. You can email me at brian at w2prisonbreak.com. That's Brian with an I. And I just want to hear what your biggest takeaway was, any action items that you're going to take as a result of listening to this episode with Stephen Westner, who again has helped me tremendously over the last several years. And I can't say enough about how much I enjoyed interviewing him and how grateful I am that I'm associated with this guy. I hope you saw the value in the episode and I look forward to seeing you chat with you next week.